the very best photographs that you can share online tell a story. I have a mantra that I share with everybody for this and it is moments, not things. So imagine the two photographs I'm about to describe. One, you've just bought a cup and you take it home, you plunk it on your kitchen counter under the bright yellow lights and you take a photo of it. Or that same new cup, but you filled it with tea. You've got a blanket, maybe you've got a book and there's some snow falling outside of the window and your hand curled around the cup. Which one of those is going to be the most memorable, the most transporting, the most emotive, the most relatable? Which one is a moment and which one is a thing? The moments work so well online for so many reasons, but most of all, I think, because it's worth people's time. When we talked about value a little bit in the week one lessons, you can see how a picture that someone can insert themselves into and imagine themselves enjoying has a lot more to offer than something that purely says this product exists. The funny thing about photographing moments is that sometimes they don't speak for themselves and sometimes we as the photographer have to try and add in the missing elements, maybe style the scene and think about exactly what it is that we're trying to say. Just like the street photographer might move an empty Coke can out of the scene or a wedding photographer is going to cue in the confetti when they know they're exactly ready for the shot. This evocative storytelling is so often the difference between someone liking something and wanting something. So if you're a seller, that means it's the difference between customers seeing a nice product and feeling like that product or your vision needs to be a part of their life. Back in my speech therapy days, we did something called narrative therapy, which was helping children construct sentences from who, what, where, when, and why, making sure that they included all the essential elements in whatever they were sharing. This really basic approach to communication is just as valid for this visual language that we're learning to speak here, and I think it's a really useful framework for adding more storytelling into your pictures. So the who can be super straightforward. It's who is in the scene, and sometimes that's nobody, but the person is implied, so like an abandoned cup of tea or a child's wellies discarded by the door. Sometimes it's a scene with nobody in it at all, and then the who is usually you, the photographer. Your camera angle can tell a lot of the who, so if it's from your line of sight, we get to be you. And if it's from a lower angle, maybe it implies a child or an animal is viewing the scene. The where is generally quite specific, so where is the scene taking place? Is it indoors? Is it outdoors? Is it at home or is it elsewhere? This is an interesting one to think, how can we tell? Sometimes that's as simple as stepping back so you can include a bit more context. It's so common for us to get super detail-oriented with our photographs and take lots and lots of close-ups and never think to step back and show people the bigger picture. A close-up of a surface then versus a picture of the table with a bit of chair, maybe a glimpse of the floor, I might even see a bit of the dog sleeping under the table. The what is really about what's happening in the scene. This one is really key because most of the time we don't want the answer to what is happening to be, well, I just arranged some stuff here for a picture. So it needs to be a relatable moment. Kids running around instead of kids standing and smiling for the camera. Life may be spilling out of your handbag instead of a random selection of objects carefully spread out for the shot. When is often just implied. So is it morning? Is it evening? Is it season? Is it day or night? How can we tell? And why is usually the mood of the shot. So what it was that prompted you to pick up the camera in the first place. Sometimes it's just that the scene was pretty or interesting and that's fine. But make sure the end result is pretty and interesting too. Sometimes it's the fun that the kids are having or it's the precious moment of quiet or it's the thrill of unwrapping a fresh bunch of flowers. And this, I think, is probably the most important element of all because this is about the moment. If your why is simply... 
I wanted to show everyone my new product, then you risk leaving the viewers feeling a little bit cold. So this isn't a framework you need to apply in any conscious sense, but it can be an interesting thing to think about when you're looking back at previous pictures that didn't quite hit the mark for you, or if you're setting up a scene in future and want to make sure it's ticking all of your boxes. You'll probably hear me say it a lot in the live lessons when we look over other people's accounts, and sometimes it's a tricky thing to get your head around. You know when you've got a moment, not a thing, if it feels like somebody has just stepped out of the frame and the events were all happening on their own. 